What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the 2023 Sony Open betting preview. DB here. I got Pat Perry with me, ready to rock and roll. We took the night off last night to watch our Bulldogs absolutely hammer the TCU Horned Frogs 65-7. to It's a good day to be a dog. Um, but, you know, we're here to talk golf. We're here to talk Hawaii. Here to talk Wiley Country Club. We did the DraftKings preview. You can check that out on the YouTube channel or the podcast feed. I did a... Um, I did drop a sleepers video, a couple of sleepers, I think, in DFS. Might get to a couple of those uh, today here in the betting show. But we're going to talk about our favorite bets on the board, talk about some guys we want to avoid. Uh, I'm going to do something I rarely do at the top, Pat. We'll get to that. And then at the end, we're going to take a voicemail or two and talk a little bit about some majors, major predictions, maybe even some outright bombs that we like early on some of these majors. So uh, before we get into it, do need to remind everybody to hop on in the nut hut where winning has already started. The century got us off to a hot start, especially on prize picks. Uh, promo code TJ gets you a deposit bonus there if you've not done that before. But uh, Pat gave us a 15x return on round one in the prize picks uh, for prize picks for the century. It was fantastic. Um, our boy Joe Idoni gave us four head-to-head matchups, all four hit. That was awesome. Or three. I think it was 3-0 and or something. He was up four and a half units. I don't know. Um, we nearly had the outright with Colin Morikawa. You, you did, Pat. We did that rant last night, so we won't do that. Uh, but a ton of exclusive new content has been added to the Nut Hut. A lot of things have changed in the Nut Hut in just the last 60 days. So if you were a member and you got out because you didn't like something, well, we surveyed a bunch of you. Uh, over a thousand of you, and read a bunch of responses uh, over the break in November and December, and made a ton of sweeping changes quickly. And so the Nut Hut has a new look, a new feel, a new purpose, renewed vision. Pat, we've built back better. The Nut Hut. We we have we have built back better. So and it's fantastic. It's uh, you got to get in there. I don't know why you're not in the Nut Hut if you're not. Got to get in there, make it happen. Join us. Uh, join us now. The Sony Open. Let's get into it, Pat. We don't need to talk about the golf course. We've done that. Top of the betting board. Let's get uh, let's get to it. I'm going to make this pretty simple. There's two names I'm going to talk about. The first one is is I'm a little tempted by Hideki. I'm just a little tempted. We didn't talk about him a lot on the DraftKings show last night, but just looking at how the odds have have started to play out, how things have started to look here early. So we're, we're recording this on Tuesday around 2 p.m. Uh, an unusual time for us, but finding Hideki around 20 to one. On BetMGM, Circa, if you have access to that, those are kind of your best, uh, the best numbers for Hideki. Defending champ, you know? Yeah. Played decent at Kapalua, seemingly healthy. That's always the question mark, right? That, that's really what was scary about Hideki last week is we just haven't seen him in a while. How's his neck? How's his back? How's his mm, and his crack? I don't know. But <laughs> uh, apparently it's pretty good. And um, 20 to 1 is tempting me. But I'm probably not going to bet it. Because if I'm doing anything up here, and I, I, I really want to do this, um, I want to bet Tom Kim, and I want to parlay him with NFL bets so that I can jack the number up. Because why? Because I'm a of true course. degenerate. Um, I'm sure something like Tom Kim winning and then the Bills losing or something would, would, would probably derail my whole plan. But, I mean, doesn't it just seem like Tom Kim is just like going to – it feels like he's – it almost feels like it's Rory levels of running away with it. If there was like a Rory tournament where we all felt like Rory was just going to run away with it, this feels equivalent. I just feel like 
as good as Tom Kim has been playing, he's already a multi- multiple winner. He's you know, played great at Kapalua last week, despite first time out. This course is built for the kid. Doesn't it just feel like this is a runaway for him? I, I mean, I, I think it does look like that. I mean, he could run rough shed on this, on this whole field. Is it rough shed or rough shod? I don't know. I always said rough shed. <laughs> is it rough shod? Really? I don't know. I, think, somebody I, in the chat I thought it was rough shod. Run. Let's see. Run rough. Yeah, yeah it's run, run rough shod. I'm looking it up, which means, yes, which means to uh, completely ignore the opinions, rights, or feelings of others. He achieved success by ruthlessly running roughshod over anyone who got in his way. Well, we've known throughout the, what, eight years that we've done this that I (laughs) tend to uh, not get word correct. So anyway, he could do that. I do like Tom Kim a lot this week. Um, And you're right. He's just playing fantastic. And and it's it's nice to see that he has you know has has a couple wins under his belt already, um, you know if he were kind of a new guy on tour that still hadn't won, you know maybe you you just wait for that, um, especially at eleven to one. But he's won, so it doesn't matter. And I, I do think uh, now I'm fine with just betting Tom. Kim. Yeah, I don't need to put all the NFL you know oh, plays come in on. there. Come on, I'm okay with just eleven to one. Tom. Okay, well. All right, well, so, so here's a comment for the YouTubers. Give me, um, well, here's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to put him together with the Buffalo and the Bengal, Buffalo Bills and the Bengals money line, both, both of those teams' money line, gets me up to plus 17.93 on DraftKings. Great year, by the way, 17.93. I don't know. I don't know what happened to 17.93. Um, so I think if I, you know, Bills win, Bengals take care of business, Tom Kim takes care of business. I'm basically 18 to 1. I feel a little better about it. It, it, it helps me out. So I think I'm going to do that. But related to football, since we got the NFL playoffs starting and everybody loves to bet the NFL, I, I would love for you guys to put in the comments who is your Super Bowl pick that's kind of a dark horse in the playoff? Like, not, 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 not the Chiefs, probably not, not the Bills. Give me a dark horse Super Bowl call if you had one. Drop that in the comment. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. All right, Pat, I mean, that pretty much takes care of the top of the board, huh? I mean, it's like Tom Kim, maybe Hideki. Well, I mean, I like Connors and Henley up here at, at 22 to 1. Oh, oh I thought, oh, right I, okay, I thought you were just saying, okay, you were saying you're not going to parlay Tom Kim, you're just going to bet Tom Kim. But yeah, he's not but your I, only I, bet up here. Yeah, but I also do like Connors at 22 to 1, and I like Henley at 22 to 1. Henley has shown, he's won here before, he has a great history here, and a second here last year. Um, I, I think, you know, if you're doing a one and done, Henley feels like a pretty solid one and done choice. If you don't want to take like, go ahead and take like a Tom Kim or something like that. Um, so those are, t- those are probably uh, my two favorite bets less than 25 to one. Um, okay. I mean, I, I think I like the Henley play a little better than the Connors play outright. I mean, I just don't, I don't know that I trust Connors to, to, to close the door on his second PJ tour win that has felt like it's we've all been willing it to come for so long and it just hasn't happened. Yeah. Um if he doesn't, you know, get his putting yeah. together, which is never yeah. Yeah. Hey, but Morikawa almost did it last week. Yeah. Um and I mean, you know, we have seen bad putters play well here. Um I mean even though you do have to obviously have a good week, but in general we've seen bad putters play well here. I mean, hell, you just said Russell Henley won. And you know Bad putter. Um, he used to be considered a good putter. Maybe that's when he was a good putter. That was back in like 2013. I guess when you're looking at it recently, though, like 
I mean, Hideki, not a terrible putter at all. Kevin Na, good putter. Cam Smith, great putter. Matt Kuchar, great putter. Uh, so actually, I mean, it, it kind of does tend to, I, I guess when you just look at guys who've done well, maybe they haven't won. There's some names up there that you look at and go, well, those guys don't putt very well, but they also can't close the door. So I don't know. I'm probably yeah. out on Connors. Um, after the TCU uh, ass whooping, do we think Tom Hoagie's in play at all? I do think he's in play. Because I, I, mean, I, I said I think it would be worse if they won. Then Hoagie's going to get trashed. But he's already, yeah. he's already back in, or he's probably close to back to Hawaii now. He's obviously got plenty of laps around Wailai. He knows the yeah. golf course. But. You know, I, I think, yeah, I think Hoagie's definitely in play. This is a course that should fit his game well. Mm-hmm. He's got mixed results here. Um, you know, if you look at his his history, it hasn't been fantastic the last couple of years, but he does have a T12 back in 2020, and then in 2018, he was third. So he's shown he can play here uh, at YLI. So I, I do like Hoagie this week. Um, so anyway. Okay. Uh, before we leave the top of the board, Josh Kistler in the chat, can we come up with a name for Tom Kim? It's just too bland of a name for such a rising star. How about Sex Panther, staying in the cat family a la Tiger? Should we call Tom Kim Sex Panther? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know that that's what I would call Tom. Um, you know, I, I think you put that on a guy who's kind of more of a sex symbol, you know? I mean, Tom's not, not really there yet. So I, I just, eh, I, I don't know. We should think of a good name for him. I mean, yeah. yeah. I like that, but I don't, I'm, not with, I'm not in on Sex Panther yet. I yeah. need to be sold on that, and I don't think I can be. You had Thomas the Train because, you know, as he talked about how he went by Tom because, of, uh, because he left Thomas the Train. But that, that, even that doesn't seem like it really does the kid justice. So we got to think about that. No, Maybe. that sounds too nursery rhymish also. Yeah. Remember we were talking about Lingworth? Yes, rhyme. something about going to get popsicles or something. Yeah, but I mean, why are we getting – anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not ready to go with Sex Panther or Thomas the Train. Yeah, I'm not either. All right, I am ready to go to the middle of the board because this is really where I, I think there's, there's the sweet spot. I'm, I'm trying to get there on – I'm trying to narrow it down on a lot of names in here. Be- before we get to it, I want to remind everybody to check out Front9Coffee.com. Tremendous partner of the Tour Junkies. And if you like the Tour Junkies show, if you support us, it'd be great if you'd also support Front9 Coffee if you're a coffee fan. Or you know some, maybe you're not, but you know somebody. You know, get them a gift. Send them a something. You got a valentine. Send them a valentine of some coffee beans. And don't send it, you know, and in the card, you can write, hey, this is nice artisan small batch coffee bean. It ain't gassed up like me and the sheets or the, the coffee on your grocery store shelf. You know, you could try that. Try putting that in the card, see what happens. Front9coffee.com, promo code TJ10 gets you 10% off your entire order. Support a small business right here in Augusta, Georgia that love golfers, love coffee, love the tour junkies. Um, and get you some, get you some coffee from Front Nine. They'll deliver it to your door, and uh, and you know it's fresh. So check them out. FrontNineCoffee.com. Promo code TJ10. All right, Pat. Getting to the middle of the board. Love this spot. I, I guess I'll let you start here, and then I'll I'll fill in some gaps because I got so many names in here. I got to narrow it down. Yeah, I've got a few that I really like here. Um, I, I'll start with Taylor Montgomery, who's at forty to one. Um, I believe on DK, but he's 31 to one on FanDuel. So um, I think you can get a little bit of a, um, a better, you know, get better odds on him. And uh, sorry, that's points, but where he's 40 to one. But I do like Taylor Montgomery a lot this week at that number. I like Cam Davis. I mentioned him on the DK show. Yeah. He is at 35 to one. That's the best number I see for him. 
Um, and then if I'm going a little bit longer, this was my sneaky play on the on the DFS show, but I'm still liking Sebez this week at 50 to 1. He's another guy, great putter. He's not going to jump out at the screen when you look at his stats, but I, I still think Sebez can contend. I think he can also win. I like him at 50 to 1. So I'll start with those three. Um, I don't know if I got anybody much longer than that in this mid range. Not too many. I'm just looking at recent winners. Not too many first time winners here at the Sony. I'm not sure. I, I know we haven't had one since at least 2016. That was Fabian Gomez. Was that his first PJ Tour victory? It probably was. It's the only one I can remember because I, yeah, I, I bet nuts. it. Um, yeah. I don't think it was. I mean, it may have been Jimmy Walker's first victory in 2014. Uh, I do think it was Russell Henley's first one in 2013. But, you know, the last five, six, six years, it, it, not any first-time winner. So, um, you know, could that change? Could that change this year? Potentially, it would have to if a guy like Taylor Montgomery is going to get it done. I, I do like your Cam Davis call. Um, you know, I, I wish – I do know he played in Australia. Uh, you know, I think in like November or December played pretty well. So um, I like the Cam Davis call. I like uh, JT Poston here at 55-1 to 1 on BetMGM. We talked about on the DFS show how much better guys tend to do coming from Kapalua, being able to, you know, get the vacation, get the family stuff knock the rust off, tournament rust off of uh, off the game there the week before. And there's a bunch of guys here from Kapalua, JT being one of them at 55-1 multiple time. PJ Tour winner can really roll the rock when he gets it going. I like that. And, um, you know, I, I think, I mean, I think I'm going to have Davis. I think I'm going to have Poston. And then I got to narrow it down. I, I got to land on one guy. Maybe you can help me. Actually, Pat, why don't you help me? Even, okay. even if right. you, I'm going to have you pay attention now because you check out every time I start doing F and pick. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to involve you now so you pay attention. I am paying attention. How do you, why do you think I'm not paying attention? What, the, what are you doing? You're always You can listen through with your ears and be with You cannot. Attention. No, 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 no. You cannot. You're over here. Doo, 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 doo. No, I'm See, you can't at my screen. On, stuff. I caught you in this just a couple of shows ago. So don't act like this is crazy. So now i got to involve you. No, you're just involving me because you don't even know what you want to do. So you just want to, you want my. Well, it's a little cause... bit of both. It's a little bit of both. If you had to pick one to win out of Emiliano Grillo, it's 60 to 1 on points bet. That's the longer number. Andrew Putnam at 55 to 1 on FanDuel or Harris English at 50 to 1 on MGM. Hmm. I'd probably go to the 60 to 1 Grillo. The more I, yeah. That, that's what I would do. God. I mean, can you really, do you really think Putnam's going to win? Putnam almost I, won here a couple years ago, like two years ago, right? Didn't yeah, he finish runner-up? What year did he finish runner-up? Uh, 29, so wait a minute, that was four, was that four years ago? So the year Kuchar won? <sighs> Let's look at that. Yeah. Oh, he lost by four shots. Kuchar boat raced him. He lost by four. He was solo second that year. I don't know. Why do you why do you take Grillo? I mean, I just feel like, you know, he let me look at his real quick. Um eh, probably better than that in the fall. I think in the last fall when he won. Who? Like in twenty Grillo. Dude, Grillo hasn't won in like five years. What are you I talking about? He won about? like two years ago. What are you talking about? Did, did you did you hit your head? Grillo has not won since a long time ago. 
He won in 2015, dude. Oh, wow. Okay. He won three weeks after we started doing this podcast. Yeah, but, I mean, you're, this is a tough decision because you're talking about guys like Andrew Putnam. He had two runner-ups last July. That's the, maybe. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Um, and, then he, and then he's got Harris English, who's been hurt most of last year, but has played fairly well in the fall. Yeah. And I mean, out of all of them, if they're if they're in contention, you trust English more, right? Like you trust him to close the door. Yeah. Well, I guess I would say that for sure because Grillo, I don't. I mean, he can. He if he's going to need like a five or six shot lead, and even then, it might be a struggle. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? I mean, I don't know. I am. I am excited about the potential that Grillo has has improved that putter somehow. Has found something with the putter that is that is enticing to me. But it's like we, well, we always know his stats are going to jump off the page. Yeah. Ball striking. I don't know. We, we, to be determined. We'll see what happens on the DB's Big Balls betting card. I'll drop that tomorrow on Wednesday. Uh, now up 20, 20 and a half units on the 2022-2023 season with two winners already, Victor Hovland and Keegan Bradley. I'll drop that um, on tourjunkies.com on Wednesday, so check that out. Um, okay, let's, let's, then let's move on. Is that all you have in that range? That's all I have. All right, above that 75 to 1, kind of into that 130 to 1 range on DraftKings. <clears throat> there's, there's a few names here for me. I mean, the first one, I guess, and, and I didn't love how badly I'm pretty sure he hit it. Uh, was it, was it, no, actually, maybe it was more of his putting. Last week at the Century Tournament of Champions, Adam Svensson, Turned in a T37. Yeah, it was the yeah. putter. My God, he lost eight and a half strokes putting last week. That is, whoa. That's, that's very, like, what was he doing? When he won the RSM, he gained 9.2. What, did, what, the, what the shit did he do in two months? Not even two months. A month and a half between winning the RSM and the century. What did he do? You know, I had him also written down because um, I do like him this week at eighty to one. I don't, you know, maybe it was Hawaii and he just uh, he had a little too many of the mai tais. Hawaii got him. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a huge gap in the putt. I mean, I get you're coming back from a break. Maybe it's a little rusty. Eight point six is unnerving. Um, but I mean, maybe the like the Pacific Ocean made him dizzy. What? Yeah, what like you know, it, it it could uh, he just he just got dizzy out there. You know, the flight's long flight over water. He just never could get his his head right. No, I don't understand. I mean, why I'm just water, trying to explain why water makes you dizzy all of a sudden. I don't. I'm, I'm trying to talk about. I mean, how do you go from RSM putting to century putting? Or he could have just been rusty. He's played here twice, 43rd his first time out and finished 7th here last year and gained strokes on the putting greens both years. Um, let's see what he did. I, that, that is just a great – was that his – that's probably his worst putting – yeah, that's his – last week was his worst putting performance out of 106 registered events. Yeah. Uh, and it was bad – it was his worst by three strokes. That is Dizziness. awful. Dizziness. <laughs> Vertigo. 
Pacific yeah, Vertigo. Vertigo. Pacific Vertigo. He's eighty to one on points bet. I don't know. It just feels like kind of one of those names in that range that looks like a decent enough value that you, uh, I don't know, you click on. I mean, uh, reality is though we've had. I mean, if if you look at if you look at past champs here, um, you know Hideki won at eighteen to one. I don't know what Henley was going into that play. I don't know what he was pre-tournament uh, last year, but Henley probably would have been in that mid-range. We, We've seen a lot of mid-range winners in recent years. Kevin Knott, 66. Cam Smith at 55. Matt Kuchar at 40. Patton Kazire at 80. Uh, Justin Thomas was kind of your, your next short one there with the decky yeah. at 14 to 1. And Fabian was the last triple-digit winner we've seen at this event at 100 to 150 to 1. I think I had him at 150 to 1. Um, so, you know, we don't have the tendency to see the, the triple-digit super bombs. We'll throw a few of them out there. But so I don't know. I mean, I think I think Will Gordon at 100 to one on DraftKings is one I'm I'm somewhat tempted to click because he obviously had a really good fall, making his second second tour of duty back on the PGA Tour after losing his card. Um, definitely hits it a long way. He's going to be clubbing down. I would I would suspect on a lot of holes. But um, you know, we've seen bombers like JT uh, do just fine here before. So I, I'm kind of interested in Will Gordon. Anybody else in that range you like? Well, you took two of mine and Svensson and, and Gordon. Okay. Um, so I only so have one there. more. I got right. one more name I'll mention, and that's Hayden Buckley at 80 to 1. A guy who is also a great ball striker. He's fifth in the field there. He's top 25 in approach. Um, drives the ball very accurate off the tee. Um, so I, I think Hayden Buckley could, could make a little sense here um, at, that, at that 80 to 1 number. Um, yeah, he's another one that has not won yet. But he has certainly came close last fall. I mean, sorry, last um, uh, whatever winter, the winter season, the West Coast season is what I'm trying to talk about. Oh, la- okay. So didn't he almost win the American Express? Or no? Um, it's my brain. It's all that. I, I don't know. I mean, his best finishes on the PGA Tour would be a fourth at the Sanderson in October of 2021. And a fifth at the Zozo this past October. Um, I don't really understand the Hayden Buckley aff- affection so far, like right now, and not just from you. I'm, I'm talking about. I'm seeing his name a lot being thrown. Well, maybe out it was here where I was thinking. Was there a point where he was close to because he finished 12th here last year? I mean, maybe, but that, this is similar to like a Denny McCarthy rant that I had last week, but or yesterday. I, I just don't like. We've not seen the guy in contention yet we've not seen him we've not seen what what he it, it, what he does how he how he well, hits. it's the same with will gordon yeah it is I, i'm just saying i've seen a lot of i don't know i've seen a lot of hayden buckley talk i'm in this and i'm in this uh i'm doing the nut hut season-long draft right now as we speak and mm-hmm. Buck, buckley went to me way earlier than I, I had him um i think he went i don't remember who took him in the pat mayo draft but he went pretty early in the pat mayo draft too i, I don't yeah he's i think he's a talented player uh, i just don't know that we've seen enough out of him to bet him outright yeah i mean again we're in a large field we're in the close to, well the triple digit range almost there there's a lot of guys in here that, yeah you know aren't gonna have the win equity yeah, but I think have a chance. I mean, again, again, last year he he was up there. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, what about let, let's go to super bombs? 
super bombs. I got two names that would just be, I mean, I'm telling you, you just, you just, just throw some loose change at these two and see, see what's up. Um, I think actually, Pat, if, cause I think we were just, were we, we were talking about this guy. Russell Knox mm. is 200 to one on points bet. What? That's what, that's what, that's what I'm seeing right now on Datagoff. No way. Let's see. You might need to update that. I just did. Hold on. He's he's a. I'm seeing a hundred to one. No way. Maybe I didn't. No, I am seeing a hundred. Crap. To he is a hundred to one. Man, that that they're 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 catching up. They are catching, catching up. To you. They're listening to you. Dang it, dude. I mean, that, he was two hundred to one just a, a short time ago. He's a so is he still a hundred eighty to one on DraftKings? Well, I mean, that's what it says. Let's, let's, I don't think it's. I th- I bet you that one's gone down too. Let's look. I'm looking right now. I'm pulling it up. Um, nope, 150 to one on DraftKings. So Data Golf needs an update. Well, I mean, I, it's not as super bomb as I wanted it to be, but I mean, Russell Knox. We talked about him on the DraftKings show last night too. I mean, I, I think there's a potential that he's he's also found a little something with the putter, which has always been his problem. He's had some really strong, consistent. Iron performances in the last 12 months, you know, had some big peak numbers in the fall. Um, so if the putter can turn around and, and he's quite familiar with, with Wiley. So, and we know he's a, he's a PJ tour winner. In fact, I think he's a multiple time PJ tour winner, maybe twice. Uh, so anyway, 150 to one DK for Russell Knox is interesting. And then uh, let's see what this guy is. Let me double check this because I don't want to misspeak, but I mean, this is ridiculous. And I, I, I don't know if I said this on the DraftKings show or not, Pat, but, you know, I said loose change. 350 to 1. Ooh. 350 to 1 on points bet and DraftKings, according to Data Golf. It's Harry Higgs. I just, you know, what, you know what's gotten me on Harry Higgs, other than just being a Harry Higgs fan in general, and knowing that the guy kind of had it, you know, for, for a, a little run there on the tour, and then all of a sudden seemingly just lost it. And it was terrible last year, right? Terrible. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I heard an interview he did on No Land Up's podcast. I think it was over the Christmas break or Thanksgiving or something. And he basically just he, he came all out and talked about kind of what was going on, and it was, sounded like just a lot of negativity and kind of down about his game and his attitude and, he was moody and he was pissy. He sounded a lot like you at times, um, especially wow. on the golf course, like like our friend Ben mentioned in our New Year's resolution thing. Why uh, are you so negative? Kind we're, of a palpotomist. It's a it's a it's a Georgia just won the national title and you, and you're you're the uh, one being all negative. I, I'm just say, saying the truth. Ben brought it up. That's all I'm saying. Ben Ben brought it up. I'm just saying he can be, he can, he was being a palpotomist, which is what Ben called you last night on the, the voicemail. Okay, so. But but he, he kind of has worked through it. I think his brother, who's his caddy, kind of shook him up a bit. He's been working through it, and he sounded so good. It sounded like he was in such a better headspace going into the fall. And then to kind of see him in the fall have a couple of just decent, like starting to look like he knew how to play golf again with a 32nd finish in Mexico at Mayakoba and a 21st at the RSM. Like just nothing crazy, but just started to look like he may have finally, you know, gotten there. The guy's got two runner-up finishes, two close calls. Could have won the Bermuda back in 2019. Could have won the Fortinet in 2020. Uh, finished runner-up on both of those. But the guy knows how to play. Um, 
But three fifty to one, I just saw the number and I was like, well, you know, what what if Harry's in an incredible good mental place and he's in Hawaii and he doesn't get dizzy from the Pacific Ocean or whatever the <laughs> f that was you were talking about, and he gets it done. So that, that that's it yeah. for me. Okay. Um, I don't I don't mind the Higgs play. I got a few in here. Um, Ben Griffin. I'm going with the Bens. We get a Ben. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bens. Ben Griffin <laughs> is at 130 to one. Okay. I like that number for him. He had a he had a pretty good fall too. Oh, um, he had a, had a great fall. Yeah. Um. You know, Griffin had the the T three at the in Bermuda, top you know T sixteen at the Houston Open, top thirty at the RSM. So I do like some Ben Griffin. A little longer Ben Taylor. I mean, yeah, Ben Taylor I like ben almost Taylor. won the Houston Open. He finished third. Um. Yeah, I think one hundred ninety to one. Pretty pretty good number for a, a young gun on tour. And then here's a. Here's a guy that you just, I kind of forgot about him. But, you know, he, he kind of had to go back to the Corn Ferry Tour, pay his dues there. He's 200 to 1. David Lingmurth. Yeah. David Lingmurth. I mean, this guy just, out I'm of, in. you know, after coming, you know, coming off the Corn Ferry, he had a great fall as well. He had three top 15 finishes this fall. And wife can't find. Yeah, he had three top fifteen yeah. finishes. So, I like David Lingworth also at two hundred to one. Feels like a good course for him as well. What's his history like here? Yeah, it does. Um, it does seem like it would suit Lingworth. Uh, I think I wrote him top twenty at the RSM. Um, definitely started noticing Lingworth bucking his head a little bit. Got his, uh, I guess, minor medical, or maybe he got some sort of exemption to play in some of these events. So. Little, uh, little, little, wee little David Lingmurth, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, is outright probably, none of these are probably all that smart in terms of like Higgs and Lingmurth and those guys, but top 20s, let's talk about a few top 20 bets we like. I actually had a pair of uh, old, old veterans written down at six to one bombs on FanDuel, and David Lingmurth is one. Stuart Sink is the other. Talked about him on DraftKings show last night. Like, just, loves Wiley, plays the piss out of Wiley, and and plays pretty good. So six to one, those are some bombs. Your boy uh, Ben Taylor, who you mentioned just a minute ago, plus five fifty on FanDuel. Um, kind of thinking through some some other numbers of guys maybe we haven't talked about. I, I wouldn't really want to bet on outright, but I like the I like the top twenty numbers. I, I maybe that's maybe that's what I'll do with um. With whoever I don't choose between this Grillo, English, and Putnam range, because like po- Grillo's plus two fifty on Fanduel, kind of like that. Putnam's plus one ninety. I don't, I don't know if I love that one. I think I'd probably rather have the Grillo. Um, See, I actually have I have Putnam written down as the top twenty. That was the only place I had him was the top twenty at plus one ninety. Yeah, I like Putnam, I, and I was motiv- I, I like was really on the Putnam vibes in the fall. But for some reason, like right now, I'm starting to kind of worry about myself. You know, like hmm. it's it's Andrew Putnam. Are we okay? Do we need to? You know, I don't, I don't know. I just I'm wondering if we should pump the brakes, but maybe not. Maybe he's maybe he's there. Uh, I like your Taylor Montgomery call, but I'd rather have him top twenty plus one seventy five on DraftKings. And the Corey Connors, you know, we talked about him at the top, not not being to me a guy that necessarily I trust to close the door for the second time in a long time. You know, he's, he's won years ago, it feels like. I mean, it was years ago. But plus 130 on FanDuel is his top 20 number. 
Um, so that's probably about it for me. Okay. Well, a couple I'll add in here. Um, I didn't, I didn't write down Knox as an outright, but I do have Knox plus 370 as a top 20. Um, I think that's a pretty good number for him. And then I have two. Dang, that number's dropped. All what these, was it? Before? I had it written down as plus four fifty. Uh, Knox is catching steam. Okay, he's still plus. Yeah, he's still plus four fifty on DraftKings. Did you just miss that number? Looking right at it, I don't know how I missed that number. Okay. Yeah, I just missed it. Anyway, yeah. Well, then take it. Go. Um, I think also um, I did mention I got Lingmark here at plus six hundred. What are we doing with Kevin Sherlman? He's plus six hundred as a top twenty. Why has he not played here more in the last few years? I feel like this is a great Strillman course. Yeah, you would think you would think this would be one for him. I don't know. I, I think I'm out. I think I'm out. That that that's sus. The kids still say that. Do they still say sus? That's sus know. to me. Like why why Kevin Strillman would not be here is weird. It is. I don't I don't get that. Um anyway, that's all I got there. So. Uh all right. Well, before we get to this last section, we're gonna talk about some major championship futures we're gonna take a look at the majors we got a voicemail to answer um i want to go through the chat we've had a few people throw out some names in the chat maybe we can discuss uh, but before we knock all that out and it's going to be a, a you know a hot end to the show here i want to remind everybody you could have a side hustle that many have turned into something that brings in more income than their regular or full-time job and you can do it all from home whenever you want one of our longtime friends in Augusta, Georgia, started Smart Scalpers and Elite Events nearly 20 years ago. He's begun training and franchising people all over the country to buy and sell tickets with uh, software and this intelligent design system that he's created. It's all driven over the internet, so no face-to-face -face sales. You're not standing on the corner being a sleazeball. We're talking concerts, sporting events, festivals, and more, and you can do this all from home. Smart Scalpers will onboard you, train you weekly, and give you full-time access to their support staff whenever you need it, and there are no strings attached. You can sell as little or as much as you like. You can quit at any time, too. So if you're interested, text the number 706-755-5974 and tell them the tour junkie sent you. That's 706-755-5974. Tell them you want to learn more about smart scalpers and the tour junkie sent you. There's no pressure. And again, nothing wrong with learning a little more. Give it a shot and text 706-755-5974. It might be good for a lot of people. You know, the economy is about to go in the, in the absolute tank. So, you know, have a little extra side hustle income that there's no pressure, there's no minimums. You can put as much time or little time as you want. I think you should do that. All right, let's run through the chat real quick before we take a voicemail. Uh, Matt here just says, uh, Pat, greetings from Isle of Hope. Greetings! What is Isle of Hope? It's right down the street. It's just the area of Savannah. Nice area. Oh, okay. Bluff Drive. If you're ever in Isle of Hope area, go down Bluff Drive. It's amazing. Okay, beautiful. Hi, Matt. Mm -hmm. um, Michael says Aaron Rye, top 20 maybe, huh, Pat? You're, you're usually a sucker for old Aaron Rye. What do we think yeah. about, about Aaron Rye this week? He's, he's got the iron covers. He does, yep. Well documented. And the two gloves, right? Does he wear two gloves too? Uh, yeah. Yes, I think he does. He wears rain gloves too, right? Yeah, he's just he weird all over. I don't mind Rye, but I just never – he's starting to get into that category for me of I can never gonna get him right. Like I just – Whenever I want to play him, he, he's terrible, and then I bait him, and he doesn't. So I, I don't know. Um, Go with your gut, Michael, okay? Go with your gut. So in 2022, it looks like he had four top 20s, uh, with his most recent one being at the Houston Open 
in November, and then he had a 20th on the dot at the Shriners, which probably would have got chopped. I, I don't I don't know. And, of course, he's only seen once, missed the cut. I'm probably out on, on Aaron Rye. Um, Steve Dubb. My boy Steve Dubb says, Decky, plus 100, top 20, hammer lock, mortgage play, whale bomb. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, doesn't, I, that doesn't look like hammer lock. What does it say? Oh, cock well, lock. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a hammer cock lock. Word in there. <laughs> hammer cock lock, mortgage, whale play bomb. I love that. That's, I, I, I like that too. That's fantastic. I love the branding there too, Steve. Great job. Uh, I could get down with that. Brad says, uh, Shez Reevy has had a few good finishes at this course. Yes, he has. Shez, Shesticle has, uh, has done a couple things a couple times before. But um, this is a, a Shez course. It feels like it should be a Shez, a Shez lock. He definitely, the putter has vacated the, the, the Reevy household, though. I will say that. I mean, the man has not had a positive putting week since the Travelers. And it's been real bad. Ooh. supremely bad. And even here at Wiley, look over the last four years, real bad. Now, he's managed to still scrape out a couple good finishes there, but I don't know. I mean, he, he also does fit that bill of, you know, playing Kapalua the week before. I, just don't, I, I can't think of a bet that I won on Chez. No. Yeah, I don't know why, but he just, any research I've done this week so far is not yeah, he's not popular. Halverson, DB and Pat, love you guys. Halverson, we love you, buddy. Miss you in the nut hut. Where you been? What you been doing? Um, Diego, Brendan Todd, top 20. Another guy who seemingly this, this would be a, a decent course fit for Brendan Todd. You don't have to hit it very far. You just hit it in the fairway. You hit it on the green. You make a bunch of putts. You know, wham, bam, thank you, man. What do we think about the Todd father who has played here two, four, six, eight times? He's only missed one cut. His best finish is a 13th back in 2012. His most recent best finish was in 2020 with a T21. I mean, I could, I could get down with a possible, I don't know what the odds are, but a possible top 20, top 40 bet. Yeah, I think so. Not I mean, outright, though. No, I don't think I'd go outright on him. Yeah, he didn't have the greatest fall. His ball striking has really struggled over the last few week or few tournaments as well, which is typically his go-to. So maybe you know, maybe he's been working on that in the off season. And uh, okay, I, I think if you're going to do it, definitely would be in the top twenty range. Yeah, not outright. Yeah. Um. All right, let's do this. Let's wrap up with this voicemail. It's going to kind of spur on another conversation. We got a listener voicemail. Um. We got a, a bunch of them. A couple of them come in. Listen and keep sending them in. You don't have to wait on us to tell you to do it. The hotline is always open. Seven zero six six addict. That's seven zero six six two three thirty four twenty eight. And uh, let's take a listen to this one. DB Pat. This is Dylan Jarossi, loyal member of Team Pat. Got a um. Question, I'd like to know y'all's top three longer than 40 to 1 futures bet to win Augusta, British Open, U.S. Open, and the PGA Major. Thanks, guys. Dylan, Dylan G representing South Florida. Love some Dylan G. Good dude. Uh, loyal member of the Nut Hut. Was at Golby's Cup. Played on Team Pat. Good stick, too. Yeah. Um, great question. I don't know that we'll be able to get to all the majors before we have to wrap this one up, 
But let's start with Augusta National. I'm just going to pull up one book. I'm just going to pull up DraftKings for now just just to keep it simple so we're not doing a bunch of shopping. And he asked for 40 to 1 or longer. So in yeah. that range, what are we thinking? And, and maybe we can even go a little shorter than that just in, in the event that these numbers could be longer somewhere else. So I, I've got, a, I've got okay. a couple here. Let me see. Let me hear it. Um, first off, all I'm seeing are the Masters and the PGA right now. I don't see okay. the other majors out. So, um, but if, if I'm looking at 40 to 1 right off the bat, Cam Young at 40 to 1 is very interesting to me. We know he can hit it a long way. Uh, he showed at the Open Championship the guy, guy can just, when you don't have, when yeah. you have fairways that you, you can bomb it over the bunkers and do whatever, like the things you got to do at Augusta National, he can do. Yeah. He, he can do. Did, he, did um, he play? Yeah, he played last year, didn't he? Or did he, did he play last year? I don't know if he played last year. And that'll be the thing. If it is his first time, he's going yes, he to have to Yes, he, 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 okay. he missed the cut. He missed the cut. He missed the cut. Well, that's a good thing. I, I mean, it's not good that he missed the cut, but he does have one under his belt, which I'm sure he learned a lot that first year. So mm-hmm. I like him young at 40 to 1. Um, you know, I think a guy like, and, and you're not going to like this. Okay. I don't like this at all. But he's won there. I'd like to see how he plays in the fall. I mean, in the winter. But Adam Scott at sixty to one. Oh God, no. I think is in. I'll let you go. I may have one other one here, a, a, a bomb for you. Um, and the Masters, a bomb is really maybe up to hundred to one, but then you're starting to really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really in all the majors, right? Um, yeah. Well, right off the bat, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of get 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 controversial here i'm gonna pick a live guy that's got i thought you might do that a ton of firepower uh he's played here three times he's improved slightly with every time missed the cut his first appearance 40 at his second appearance and 35th last year and he's a 50 to 1 it's joaquin neiman i just love the kid combined distance short game um i i just think that kid is a superstar um i think he's one of the guys that is not talked about enough in terms of being missed on the pga tour I miss him on the PGA Tour, and I think he's a stud, and I think he's a killer. So Joaquin Neiman, for me, it would be the first one. The next one that jumps out at me, and I'm, I'm going to look it up right now because I'm pretty sure he has a terrible record at the Masters, but I, I have a hard time believing that that's going to continue, and that is Max Homa at 65-1. to 1. It just feels like Max is just, I mean, it, it, it can't, I mean, it can't be talked about enough how great he's played in the last year and a half. Yeah, two missed cuts and a 48th last year was his best finish. But I mean, if we're talking value, it's not going to be perfect in this range. 65 to 1 for Max Homa to me feels like a really attractive number for a guy like him who has competed in big fields, big tournaments, and, and has won now, what, five times on the PGA Tour? That's just, that's really good. Um, after How that, is Ricky Fowler listed, and he didn't make it in the field, did he? I don't know, but I was just about to say, like, isn't Ricky? Like, I'm, I'm kind of lathered up about Ricky right now. Like, I, I'm a little <laughs> excited. I'm excited about his, about his game. I'm excited to see him go back to Butch Harmon. I mean, I, we love John Tillery, good friend of ours. Love JT, but you know, players and coaches aren't always a perfect fit. Like, it's nothing about John Tillery. It's just they're not always a great fit. And, and obviously, Ricky and Butch click. There was something with Ricky and Butch that worked. And, yeah. you know, you talk about a veteran at Augusta, a guy that can roll the, 
roll the rock. I mean, I don't know if he's in or not, but if he is, I would be interested in that number. Can I interest you in some 100 to 1 Bobby Mack, Robert McIntyre? <laughs> I get suckered into him every Masters. So, yes. I, you know, he's played well before. He's a lefty. We know lefties can yep. play that course yep. because of just the way you have to work the ball, mostly, um, you know, mostly with that kind of, you know, right to left type shot. Um, yep. So, Bobby Mack at 100 to 1. Okay. Uh, all right, let, let's go to the PGA. Let's let's work through the PGA real quick, and then we'll be done. The PGA is the that's at Oak Hill, right? So LACC is the U.S. Open, and the PGA is at Oak Hill in New York. Am I yeah. am I correct there? Yes, you are correct. Um, and that's the one where Jason Duffner won a long time ago, right? I think that is correct. Okay. All right, longer than forty to one PGA Championship. Uh, I mean, first of all, I see Tom Kim at thirty-five to one. Nice, yeah, and he's there for the 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 Masters also. Yeah, I mean, I, and so I, I couldn't name him. But I wanted. To. I would probably like him more at Oak Hill if it's a course that that doesn't demand some of the length that I think Augusta does. Um, I mean, maybe we could find him longer than forty to one, but I'm definitely interested in that number for sure. Um, and then guys we just mentioned, I mean, Joaquin Neiman, Cam Young's right there at 40, Max Homa's at 50, love the Max Homa. I mean, I, I just think Homa, I, I like that number a lot. So Max would be in, if you can get Tom Kim at 40 to one or longer, and then Homa, I, those are first two clicks for me. Um, you might could get a, be, a you know, more, a, more of a chance of a long shot winner at a PGA. Um, I don't see Mito. Mito's there at 80. We'll see what, what, what happens with old Mito. Keegan's at 80. You know I like that. Um, Seamus Power, 100 to 1. Russell Henley, 100 to 1. Ricky yeah, Fowler. I, I definitely like the long shots more uh, at, a, at a PGA. Aaron Wise, 100 to 1. Oh, that's, that is oh, blasphemous. I'll take that. Give me that. You just got, like, googly eyes with hearts. Yeah, Siwoo's 130. All right, th- those, are my, those are all mine. I just named a bunch of guys. I feel like you just kind of skipped over Sam Burns at 40 to 1. I kind of did because I'd rather – I don't know. Like, I like betting Sam Burns. I do bet Sam Burns, but I don't I – don't... I like Burns. I actually like Neiman also. I think I like Homa's be- Homa better than Burns. Okay, well. I like Neiman also at forty to one here. Um, what was I looking at before that was a little bit longer than I thought would be pretty good, but now I've lost it. Mm. Uh. Well, good show, good stuff. It's the Sony. We'll be back next week. We're ready. We're excited. The, the year is getting kicked off. It's getting rolling. We're making cash in the nut hut. It's popping off. Join us. Drop a comment. Who's your NFL? Your Super Bowl dark horse? Give it to us. Hit the like button. Subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review on Spotify and, Pod- and Apple Podcasts if you listen. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. And uh, let's see. Let's bend over our bookies this week, all right? See you.